Welcome, thanks for joining us. You're about to hear a message from our Wednesday night Solid Rock Youth Group service. Solid Rock is a ministry of Living Word Family Church, and if you'd like to know more, check us out on our website at www.livingwordfamily.org. Now, I remember when this projector, so several years ago, we, our old projector was going bad, and I had, to inst- I had to take down the old one and put up the new one. It was before we got that new fancy lift. So I literally had two levels of painter's scaffolding up here, which didn't get me high enough. So I was on a stepladder on top of two painter's scaffoldings going like this. I was just about to wet myself. That's not what those painter's scaffoldings were for, and I didn't have them high enough. I wasn't using it properly, right? It was the best I could do to try to get up there and get that. So I did the best that I could with what I had. Now, when we use... Get a few little things out here. Oh, hey, I'm going to let you guys know, whenever we're working with power tools, always safety first. So I meant to pick, pick two students that already had glasses. That's not as funny. Okay, so you guys got a firm, good, good grip on this, right? Now, here I've got a nail, just a regular nail, nothing super fancy. What do I use to put in a nail? A hammer, right? Now, this isn't some, I have a bigger hammer at home. I'm just going to let you know this is just a little hammer I keep in my toolbox. All right, so if I hit my finger, I'm going to be a man. Ah! Don't hit my finger. I'm, right, I'm not right-handed, so this is hard. Okay, so you hit a nail in with a hammer, right? So I have another nail. What if I don't have a hammer? What happens if I try to use my tape measure to beat in a nail? Now listen, you, I'm sure you have. What happens, now maybe if you've got a stainless steel, like a steel tape measure, it might work for a little bit, and I'm not even going to, well, I'll try, do it, try it with the back. What's going to happen if I'm trying to pound in a nail with a tape measure? Is that what this was designed to do? What was this designed to do? Measure, measure things, right? It's not designed to hit in a nail. So if I try to nail this nail in, it's going to work a little bit, but it's gonna, what's it going to end up doing to my tape measure? It's going to destroy this tape measure, right? I don't want to destroy my tape measure. It's not like it's a fancy one, but it's mine. It's going to destroy that tape measure, right? But what is it going to do to the hammer? Nothing. That's what the hammer was designed to do, right? It's designed to hit in a nail, right? You pound that nail, you hit it in, you drive it in with a hammer, right? Now, so we have a drill, right? A drill is designed to do what? Several things based on, the, based on what you have in there, right? Am I right? So I have a Phillips head bit in there, and here's a Phillips head screw designed to work together. I put the screw in the board, voila, right? It's designed to work together. It's designed to do it. Now, here I have a hex head screw, not a Phillips head screw. Is that going to work? It's not going to work, is it? Not even, not even a little bit. There's no, there's no Phillips head in there. It's not going to work at all. It will absolutely will not work. But, ah, sorry. Let me see if my other attachment's in here. Here we go. Ooh. Got my knife here. Now, I have a hex head bit that's made for a hex head, right? So I fit that in there. 
puts the hex head bolt or the screw in, right? Because it was made to do that, right? So if you have something that's built for a purpose, it's going to be successful. It's going to work. If you use it for something that's other than what it was created for, you're going to have, it's going to be harder, it's going to fail, it's going to break, you're not, it's, you're gonna, it's not going to work out well, right? Now, if I want to drill a hole in this board, am I going to use this bit? This hex head bit that I use to screw in that screw, what's going to happen? That's not going to do anything, is it? Now, if I use, now that's not possible. Now, if I want to drill a hole in the board, am I going to use? A drill bit, right? Watch your fingers. Look how quick and easy that was. Why is that? I want to drill a hole. I use a drill bit. Quick and easy, right? Thank you guys very much. You can set that on the table. Yeah, give them a round of applause, everybody. Now, we'll be there in just a second. I want you to turn to Genesis chapter 3. Everything is created for a purpose, okay? We're going to dig into this in our small groups a little bit, but everything is created for a purpose. When somebody created this hammer, they didn't create the hammer and be like, now what can I do with this? Let me figure out something I can do with this. No, they created this for a purpose. They created it to do something, to fix something, to build something. There's a purpose behind that creation, right? There's a purpose behind this creation behind you, each and every one of you, there is a purpose, okay? And that purpose, there can be numerous. We're going to talk about two specific purposes tonight, okay? We can find several in God's Word, but I want to focus on two tonight. So in Genesis chapter 3, this is early on, and this is going to be right after Adam and Eve, and I mean like right after Adam and Eve sinned, right after the fall, the original sin, Genesis chapter 3, we're going to be in verse 8. Oh, sorry, my pages keep sticking. Here, uh, nope. Should just read it from the screen. Okay, Genesis 3, verse 8. So this is after, this is after Adam and Eve sinned. When the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord walking about in the garden, so they hid from the Lord God among the trees. Then the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? So, it is widely believed, and I believe quite correctly so, that this wasn't the first time God came walking through the garden. God didn't just wait until Adam and Eve sinned so he could walk up and they could get in trouble, right? This was a regular occurrence. This is something that God did with Adam, with Eve. He walked through the garden with them. He talked with them. Remember, Adam named all of the animals. There was a relationship there, right? Right? If there was no relationship there, then there wasn't as much to be severed when sin came into the picture. One of the reasons sin is so bad is because there's that separation between man and his creator, between man and God. Hey, guys, listen up, please. Between man and God. 
There's a relationship. We were created to commune with God. We were created to be in fellowship with God, to be in a relationship with God, to talk to Him, to listen to Him, right? That was what we were created. That was one of the purposes of our creation. He created us to love us, to pour out His love on us. And that relationship goes two ways. One of the things we were created for is communion with God. And when sin entered the picture, it split that relationship. So man lost his way. Why? Because that relationship, one of the purposes for which we were created, was broken. So we see sin entering the world. And by the time we get to Noah, still in Genesis, by the time we get to Noah, man, it is bad. It is so bad that God's like, i got to wipe it out, and we're going to start again with Noah. That's how bad things got. Because the purpose, one of the purposes for which we were created was broken. When we use something for, some, for, a, for a purpose other than which it was created, it's bad news. Our bodies are created to worship God. Our bodies are created to serve God. Our bodies are created for a purpose. When we use our bodies for purposes outside of, for, uh, of that for which it was created, bad things happen. Addiction, depression, all manner of things happen when we use our bodies or when we use our lives for something other than that for which it was created. In Ephesians chapter 2, Ephesians chapter 2, we're going to be in verse 10. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he has planned for us long ago. I'm going to read it to you in the Passion Translation. Did you find that, Johnny? Sweet. We have become his poetry, a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny that he has given each of us, for we are joined to Jesus, the Anointed One. Even before we were born, God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. We have a destiny to be fulfilled. Our purpose, serving God, doing the good works that He has laid ahead of us to do. Now what happens when we don't fulfill that purpose? What happens when we try to do something outside of what God has designed us for? It doesn't work. This is why selfishness, greed, jealousy, all of these things that we are not designed to do will break us. It will drive us further into depression. It will leave a void in our hearts because we are not designed to live that way. I can guarantee you something. You can spend, I don't want you to test me in this, but I can guarantee it anyway. You can spend the rest of your life going after everything you could possibly desire, everything that you think would make you happy, everything you think would bring you joy, and at the end of the day, you will be empty, even emptier than you were when you started. I guarantee it because we are not meant to go after everything selfishly. We're not meant to be greedy. We're not meant to be jealous over what other people have or what uh, other people do because none of that fulfills us. How do we get our fulfillment? How do we walk in the blessing that God has for us? By living for the purpose for which we were designed. Now using these tools is a loose illustration. I'm not saying we're just tools in God's tool chest. 
We are so much more important than that. We are a relationship. We are sons and daughters of a heavenly Father who has an awesome plan and a desire for our lives. That plan, that desire is so amazing that He even put aside good works for us to do as we fulfill our destiny with Him. He has created us for a relationship with Him. He has created us to do good works, to serve Him, to walk alongside Him, to love Him and be loved by Him. When we fulfill those purposes for which we were created, we will have joy, we will have happiness. Now, like I said, and I make this statement every single time we talk about this, just because you're walking alongside God and you're doing everything you're supposed to doesn't mean the enemy's not going to try to attack. doesn't mean there's not, rough times aren't going to come. Sure they will. But you'll be so much better equipped to face it when you're walking with God. When you're walking along with the purpose of God, you will have direction, you will have purpose, you will have meaning in your life. But if you go after everything else selfishly, Against what we've been created to do, emptiness is what you will gain. Sadness, brokenness, loneliness. I love, I I don't know if it's a new translation. I literally have just started seeing it pop up all over the place, this Passion Translation. I don't know because of the title of it, the Passion Translation. I don't know if it's a Louis Giglio thing. I, I have no idea. But man, every time I look up a verse and I love the way it phrases it, it's just amazing. And I love this on verse 10 in Ephesians chapter 2. We have become his poetry. A recreated people. Recreated spiritually when we're born again, when we're saved and set free. That will fulfill the destiny that he has given each of us. When we are joined with Jesus, the anointed one. Oh my goodness. That is so powerful and so amazing and so rich. I hope you understand the purpose for which you were created. Now again, I'm being, we're only talking about two of them. Each of you has a specific purpose. Each of you has a specific task that God has given you. uh, Skills and abilities that God has given you and nobody else. I would venture to say, even with the number of us that are in this room tonight, there's extremely unique things about each and every one of us. We might all fit into a category as a group in several ways and, and mix match and everything like that. But each of us individually has talents and skills and abilities that we are just beginning to discover as you walk with God. I'm not even talking about those specific purposes. I'm talking about a broader purpose as a child of God to be in relationship with Him. To do the things that He has set forth for us to do. When we fulfill those purposes, those general purposes, you better watch out. God is going to open up blessings for us. He's going to open up doors for us. He's He's going to be walking with us. When we walk with Him and commune with Him and have fellowship with Him, because that's why He created us. He created us to love us. He created us to pour out His blessing upon us. He created us to be His kids. So when we try to do something with a tool or with something, a machinery or something, we try to do something with it that it wasn't created to do, we're in for a big mess. We're in for a big mess. Okay? you guys are driving a dump truck and you're trying to dig dirt, it's not going to work, right? Because that's not what it was designed to do. It was designed to haul dirt, not dig dirt, right? Yeah, Riley, did that confuse you for a minute? Maybe I worded that. <laughs> oh, well, no, <laughs> no, driving a dump truck, you're not going to dig dirt. But do you know what I'm saying? Like, there are certain purposes and designs for everything. I could run a combine with a corn head through a cotton field, and what am I going to do? It would be a huge mess. 
because that combine was not designed to pick cotton. I could drive a cotton gin with a cotton head through a cornfield. <laughs> a huge, you're going to ruin everything. You're going to ruin the field, the corn. You're going to ruin the machine because that's not what it was designed, created to do. But if I drive that combine with the corn head, has anybody ever ridden a combine? Have you? I know we're in a farm country, so most of you might have at least seen it, seen how it works. It is absolutely incredible. It's like a driving factory. It sucks this corn in, chews it up, spits out the corn, and then spits everything else out. I mean, it's absolutely mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. I mean, the fact that you can go from a corn picker that just takes the big ear of corn and, and throws it over the hopper to a combine that actually processes all this, shucks the whole ear, throws the corn in the top hopper, and then everything just spits and chews out the... I mean, it's just absolutely incredible watching this happen. It's amazing. And to think the same thing with soybeans that are so much smaller just blows my mind. It's amazing. But that's what they're created to do. There was a purpose behind that invention, a purpose behind that creation. So when we use things for, uh, for the purpose for which they were designed, it works. It just works. So when we live our lives for the purpose for which God designed us, as we're in fellowship with him when we pray and worship and talk to God and spend time in his word and spend time, just that quiet time of settling ourselves down to listen for that still small voice and listen for his guidance in our lives, it just works. Now it might not be easy, whew, and now it might not be easy at first. If you've never used a hammer before, you might hit your hand. And if I'm not smart enough, I might go through this table. How many times have I hit my hand? Quite a few. If you've never used a hammer before, it's not going to be easy the first time. There was a, uh, all right, uh, so I take care of a, uh, uh, a cemetery with my dad. We mow it and stuff. Um, my granddad did it. My dad's done it. And I'll probably do it for a long time. Maybe my son will do it. I have no idea. It's just a little country cemetery a few miles from their house. It's not huge, but we've been mowing it since I was, I mean, we've been taking care of it since I was a kid. Well, there's cornfield. There's field all the way around it. So last summer, not this summer, last summer, uh, my dad and I were out there mowing, and I'm trimming. My dad does all the ride mowing, and I do all the trimming just because it's harder on your back, and I let my dad do the ride mowing. I know. I'm a good son. So I'm trimming, and there's a farmer harvesting corn. Hey, guys, listen up. This example could very well change your life. There's a farmer who's harvesting the corn. Well, it's not him driving the combine. It's his son or stepson or something. I don't know what the family relationship is. It was a younger guy. It was a younger kid. And he's driving this combine, and I, I just, I wish you could visualize this. So we've got the whole fence row, okay? And this is not like old times wooden country fence. I mean, this is a newer PVC fence that they put in several years ago, but it's not, it doesn't hold up the best, okay? It's just PV, it's just plastic fencing. So there's a whole fence row all the way down here, and I'm trimming, and out of the corner of my eye, I'm seeing this combine, and he's coming down this way. You know, the cornfield's right beside us, no problem. But something doesn't seem right, so I'm watching, and he's getting closer and closer and closer, and I'm like, dang, and I'm trying to wave him off and wave him off, and finally I step back, and that corn head just rips through a, like 10 or 15 feet of that fence. I mean, just obliterates it because a plastic fence can't hold up against a combine. I mean, just destroys it. Now, is that a mistake his dad would have made? Probably not because he's done it many, many times. He knows how to control the steering, and he knows how to pay better attention. The kid is probably on his phone. I have no idea. 
because it's a combine, okay? I understand going on the white line in your car and coming back, hitting the bump strips and coming back. It's a combine, he tore up our fence. I mean, just, it was, it was pretty neat to watch, I have to be honest with you. The fence just had no chance. This combine just destroyed it. Even, even sometimes when we're using something for that purpose, especially when it's new to us, there's going to be, there's going to be mishaps. When I'm praying and worshiping God, when I'm sitting in prayer and I'm having that quiet time with God, am I going to hear an audible voice? Am I going to hear God correctly all the time? Maybe not, but as you do it more often, as you work on, on fulfilling that purpose more often, you're going to get it. It's going to work. As we continue to do good works, as we continue to do those things that God set forth for us to do, we may not always do it perfectly, but as we grow in maturity and as we continue to do those things and continue to serve and continue to fulfill the purpose He has called us for, it's going to work. Right? We're going to grow and mature in our relationship with God, and it's going to work. Because that's how God created it to work. All right, so with that being said, go ahead and split up into your small groups.